Welcome back to the Vine Church podcast. Today, we're continuing our devotional study series in the book of Psalms. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Odium and Church Crookham. And we'd love for you to join us over there. So this morning, we're going to be in Psalm 48. And we're kind of going to be continuing a bit of a theme that Andy started last Tuesday. Um, and we're going to be drawing that out a bit more uh, about the city of Zion, the city that we're part of. So I'm going to read Psalm 48. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north city of the great king within her citadels god has made himself known as a fortress for behold the kings assembled they came on together as soon as they saw it they were astonished they were in panic they took to flight trembling took hold of them there anguish as of a woman in labor by the east wind you shattered the ships of tarshish as we have heard so we have seen in the city of the lord of hosts in the city of our God, which God will establish forever. We have thought on your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple. As in your name, O God, so your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion. Go around her. Number her towers. Consider well her ramparts. Go through her citadels that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God forever and ever. He will guide us forever. It's really interesting, I think, Psalms like this, where it talks about Zion. And I think often as as Christians, we don't really know what to do with them. Zion was a place geographically. It was a mountain in Jerusalem. And uh, many of these Psalms are extolling the beauty of Zion and uh, how wonderful it was to look at and to, to live in and walk around. So when they talk about Zion, they're often talking about Jerusalem. The, the name is often used interchangeably. And so often, I don't think we really, as I say, know what to do with it because, well, we're not going to go to Jerusalem and walk around and consider the ramparts and or certainly not in a way that affects us salvifically. You know, our salvation or the things of God, aren't. we don't really find ourselves much concerned with geography. I mean... Um, Andy and Kate went to uh, Jerusalem, uh, well, they went to Israel last year, but I'm not sure they considered it a kind of a faith-defining moment for them. It's interesting to go to. And so I think when we get to places like this, where it talks about uh, the, you know loving Mount Zion and, and enjoying the beauty of Mount Zion, we don't really know what to do. But at the same time, I think it's very, very, very relevant to us, very applicable to us. In fact, the New Testament is very unashamed about taking stuff about Mount Zion and basically saying, that's the church. That's, that's, that was God prophesying the beauty of the church. Something more than just a city was being talked about. Now, the human author may well have uh, been writing a psalm about a city that he thought was beautiful. But bear in mind, the Bible is both uh, is God writing through man? And so God's intention is to show us the beauty of the church. And, and Hebrews 12 
is is very clear on this. There's a passage we've gone over before at church. You know, in Hebrews 12, when it says you're coming to church, it says you have come to Mount Zion. That's how it describes the Christian church. And so when I when we read things like Psalm 48 about the city of God, we're reading about us. We are the city of God. We are the ones who God has claimed as his own. And so really this psalm, I think it gives us an encouragement, but it also gives us a challenge. The encouragement is this. The church is God's city and it is beautiful. This is how God in his word you know, this is, bear in mind, this is God speaking when we read the Psalms. And so we're reading God delighting over his city, God delighting over his church, delighting over the people that make up the church. He's looking at it and saying, uh, this is the joy of all the earth. You know, and there's some really profound things for us there. You know, uh, we're the joy of the earth, the church. We are the city of the great king. You know, you get that sense of uh, how majestic are the things that God speaks about us? We're not just uh, the, the the small group that have huddled together. And often we can feel, I think, as Christians, as though we are just the, um, as I say, like a, a huddle on an offshoot of society. But actually, what we're saying here is, no, no, you are the joy of the whole earth. The earth may not know it yet, but you are the joy of the whole earth also gives this image of a mighty uh, a kind of a city that's mighty in battle. So the, the image of the kings coming against her and then seeing Zion and thinking, no, we can't take that on. You know, think of things like Ephesians 6, the, the battle against the spiritual powers. Spiritual powers see the church and it is an unshakable fortress. It is God's city. They are terrified of it. The kings uh, assemble together and then are taken away in panic because this is God's city this is God's church when we go into verses 9 to 11 we then see another kind of profound element why is it so beautiful why is it such a powerful city because God is in the midst of his temple because God is in the midst of us because he has given us his steadfast love you know what makes us beautiful is God's presence not because God didn't come to us and say oh they look like a good bunch I'll die to save them. No, instead, God made us beautiful by dwelling with us, by making us his city, Zion. And so as we uh, kind of end the psalm, looking at the encouragement of it, you get this, uh, the last few verses, it says, walk about Zion, go around her, number her towers, consider well her ramparts. I think this is a, a real um, practical thing for us because it's giving this, this um, command to us to, Consider God's church. Consider the diversity of God's church. Consider the beauty that is represented in God's church. Not just our church on a local level. That's one thing we can do. We can go around and look. Every member of our church, everyone who calls Jesus Lord, is an example of God's mercy. Walk around. Consider what God has done here. But also, on a, on a much kind of wider global level, Consider the diversity of the church as it expands over every culture, every country, every nation, every tribe, every tongue. The diversity of the church, the beauty of the church is seen there. And so we really can do this command when it tells us to walk around Zion. It's not necessarily saying get on the, the next plane you can as hard as that will be at the moment 
and and go to Israel and walk around Jerusalem. It's not saying that at all for us. It's saying, consider the city of God. Walk around, in your mind, walk around Zion, the city of God. And so there's some real encouragements uh, for us as the people of the church. But I also think there's a big challenge in there for us as well. So this this happens quite a lot in scripture. Quite often, God will say something about some about someone or something, and His saying is a challenge to do it. So there's uh, Abraham, for example. He's told that he is blessed and will be a blessing to many, and so the challenge is to be a blessing to many. And so here, as we're reading about you know the the, the beautiful city of God, us as individual members are there given the challenge. What can I do? to live up to that challenge, to be part of that beautiful city of God? How am I in my own life pursuing purity, pursuing holiness, wanting to live up to that name of being part of God's beautiful, majestic city? That is quite a significant challenge, really. And it's not a challenge, don't don't get me wrong, this is not any form of legalism. This is not saying earn your place in God's city. No, in light of the fact that you are part of this beautiful city. How can you live up to that name? It's a real uh, challenge for us, especially in the in the next section, verses four to eight, when it talks about the kind of the military might and sending away the kings. The challenge for us there is how, as uh, we as the church, uh, how are we making it clear to the powers of spiritual darkness that we are fortified? You know, a church that looks vulnerable to attacks from the enemy will receive tax- attacks from the enemy. But the church that is strengthened by the power of Jesus, that is strengthened in the spirit, will stand against the powers of darkness. And so, again, the challenge there is how can we as a church be on our guard? How can we as a church be standing strong, empowered by the spirit? So, as I say, there's a a challenge there. And lastly, the challenge is to be that city that people want to walk around to be the city that people want to come in and consider and look at the towers and the walls and say, look at this beautiful place. Now, obviously, we're not a city, and I think it would be wrong for churches to to try and change from churches to cities, but the the image there is, is the same nonetheless. We want people to see the church and be amazed by its beauty. That doesn't mean accommodating to what the world wants us to be, but it does mean showcasing the love of Jesus in such a profound way that people are saying, I want citizenship in that city. I want to be part of that city. I want to join Zion. And that's the challenge we're given, to be the city. But also to be the city where people know God is in our midst. To, to, to be the place where people can say their king dwells there. Don't you want to be a church where people say, You can just tell Jesus dwells there. You can tell Jesus is their king. So how can we, as individuals who make up this city of God, be saying in our own lives, I want to make Jesus Lord King. I want to be strengthened in the spirit. I want to be living up to that that name of being God's beautiful city. How can I, as an individual, be doing those things? And so I think that's the ultimate challenge for us this morning. How can I live up to what Mount Zion is called to be as a body because obviously bodies are made up of individuals so in light of that let's pray heavenly father we thank you that you have made us your holy city mount zion 
And Lord, we pray that you would encourage us and challenge us to be your holy city. Lord, to be purified from sin, to be desiring holiness. Lord, to be wanting to walk in your footsteps. Lord, to be strengthened in the spirit against the powers of darkness. And Lord, to be a place where people want citizenship. To be a place where people want to come and consider the beauty of this city. So Lord, we pray that you would do this for our church on a local level and the church on a global level. Purify and beautify your church, we pray. Amen.